as God intended. Let's go. And welcome healers to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. Thank you so much for listening today. Oh, we're so thrilled to be here with you. And thank you for sharing this with so many people. I got to tell you, we are getting so many great questions coming in. We're hearing people talk about what we're putting out there. It's just, it's beautiful. And we really love you and really appreciate you. So of course, I'm Dr. H, and I want you to make sure that you are listening in with me and all of my healing homies. We got Nicola Burnett, Dr. Janice Schmidt, and Dr. Brian Artis, of course, Monday through Fridays, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via recorded podcasts at AmericaOutloud.com. Also, you can find us on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora Networks. Just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, Alexa, or whatever smart, intelligent device you have and listen at your leisure. Uh, Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference. Integrity and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com and enter promo code OUTLOUD, O-U-T-L-O-U-D, to discover the medicine God intended for us all. Get incredible deals. Find global healing and all of the wonderful AOL sponsors at AmericaOutloud.shop. Did you like me slowing that down, everyone, for you? Yeah, we slowed that one down, right? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna play some Barry White next <laughs> when we come on. I'm here with my healing homies. Hey, y'all, uh, Dr. Uh, Artist is going to join us in the next segment. But we got starting out, we got Dr. J. How you doing, Dr. J? Doing great. Thanks so much. No, and looking fantastic. I love that color on you. It's just perfect, right? Nice turquoise. Turquoise is a favorite. It's a good one. It's a real good one. And we got Nicola Burnett. How you doing, sis? I'm doing good. Doing good. Happy to be here. Amen. Amen for everybody. Um, We do have a great show for you today. We have been getting so many great questions in that we want to just go and see if we can rapid fire through a bunch and we won't be able to get to all of them, but thank you so much. Keep sending them in. It really is amazing. Remember that you can go to our show page on americaoutloud.com, go to looking for healing radio, and you can submit a question for us and and we'll read it on the air. We're going to try to get always to as many as we can, but send it in and we will do our best to get to it. All right. So let's, let's jump right in here. We have a great question today from, uh, it looks like uh, Casey. Am I reading that right, Dr. J? Does that look like Casey to you? Yeah, that's what it looks like. All right, Casey. Yeah. So this one's from Casey and it says submitting questions for Dr. Ely, Dr. Artis, and Nicola. Uh, I have not had the shot. However, the last two years, my health has gone haywire. I do not let vaccinated people into my home. I even wash my tools at work when someone touches them that I know has had it. My period comes every two weeks. We've heard this happening, Casey. My period comes every two weeks, most of the time, which leaves me constantly in PMS angry mode. We can do something about that. Uh, My throat always hurts. I finally went to a doctor and they said I have a goiter. Oh, there we go. Hyper 
right? And my thyroid tested normal. Okay, well, maybe hmm. we need a little selenium or something like that. I've taken Dr. Christopher's female reproductive formula, all right? His lymphatic system formula and his bladder rack capsules. The final two have helped my throat some, but not much. I get vertigo. I believe the day after I eat onions or peppers, uh, which sucks because I really love kindness medicine. We know the feeling. I am a family herbalist studying to become a clinical master herbalist. All right. High awesome. five, Casey. Yeah. Uh, I'm a single mom, work full time and started a business. So I really need help as I'm coming up with nothing. Please, please, please help me. Uh, I realize it might not be shedding, but I have nowhere else to turn. And I live in a small town in the Midwest and there aren't any natural health practitioners around, nor do I have the loot, uh, any help or advice. We greatly appreciate it. Listen to every show and you have my permission to use this on the air. Love you guys. You are my heroes. We love you too, Casey. Thank you so much. So, all right. Who wants to take this one first? Hmm. (laughs) All right. I mean, or uh, Jenna, if you okay, want. sure. Why not? Let's go for it. So, I okay. like to start. I like to start simple is better. I like to um, start body systems, and the first these are the things that jumped out for me. So, for one thing, we don't know everything about what's going on. We have, but we have a snapshot. So, when she said her, she has a goiter, but her thyroid tested normal. So here's something interesting about thyroid. You could still be in hyperthyroidism. You could still have that and your thyroid tests normal because the type of test that's done, there's two lobes of your thyroid and one could be compensating for the other that's not working. So just because that, obviously the goiter says there's something going on, there's something wrong. So um, I would um, I would start doing some things to be really healthy for your thyroid, like avoiding bromine, chlorine, all those halogens, and get those out of your out of out of the breads. Don't sit into a chlorinated I, or. I got I got a question for you, Doctor J, on that one. Because okay, I, all right. So how I know you're starting with the breads and things like that, but you know it was crazy this week. What? I was looking up the environmental working group and you can go to environmental working group on tap water and you can put in your zip code and guess what we found. Oh no. Brominated halogens in the water showing up all over the place. So it's not just like the traditional Uh, places, the bread. Filter your water. You've got to filter (laughs) your water. Thank you for jumping in. Dr. J back to you. Oh no. Thank you. That was really good. I appreciate that because our water fluoride as well. Right. So had fluoride for years, but here we are with bromine. Um, My favorite way to get rid of um, all those halogens is um, iodine, scalar iodine. It's my favorite way. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's actually a really easy way to tell if you need iodine. If you're hesitant, you don't want to just take it. And you know, I I like the drops in water. You can actually put a little drop on the inside of your arm on your skin and you can watch if it absorbs within a few hours, you are really deficient. If it's there the very next day, it hasn't changed at all. You're probably not deficient. Anyway, super easy. And And the other thing I Thought can, I, can I can I say on that, Doctor J? For too? sure, yeah, please. Because uh, Doctor J actually taught uh, told me about doing that, and I was like, okay, let me go try it out. Oh, how would it go? Oh, so I I did uh, I used the detoxidine from um, Doctor Group, that Global Healing Detoxidine, Perfect. right? The nascent iodine, and I put it on. It absorbed within fifteen minutes. Oh. It was gone, right? It was gone. So I was super deficient. I've been doing 
Um, and I don't, we don't recommend this and everybody remember this is for educational purposes only everything we always talk about on these shows. Right. But, um, I, I've been doing <laughs> 120,000 micrograms a day. After age. <laughs> <Quiet>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I actually did the test too recently. Um, I was at a, a big conference and I wanted to test it and, uh, mm. mine surprisingly went away sooner than I would have expected. It was like six hours. I'm like, what? Right. Shouldn't, that shouldn't be the case because I on a regular basis. So I kicked it up just a notch. Right. Um, and, uh, just a little bit, and then I'll do the test again until I reach that tolerance. Um, but, Back to you, Casey. Um, I, I love that you're studying to do, um, you know, do something in the natural health. This is really exciting. Uh, and thanks for reaching out to us. The other thing I thought of immediately is mitochondria functions. This is really important that you know, the energies, the energy of your cell is working properly for DNA repair. And my favorite way, it's free sunshine. It triggers the melatonin production in the mitochondria three where we need it the most. And then this helps to um, the mitochondria function for repair and natural sunlight's like 54% near infrared radiation. So it's, it's good. It's free. It's wonderful. And it has all kinds of other um, health benefits. So those are my two like immediate go-to, but there are lots of other things that, um, that we can talk about. Can I ask you another question about that, Dr. J? Yes. Yeah. See, this is what I like. We are, you all think, uh, uh, please don't think we know it all, right? We do not. We do not. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I, I get, I love these. I, I geek know. out. I, I get to, cause we all get to like hang out and it's like, oh, I didn't know that, you know? And then you're like, so I have a question actually on that. So when you say mitochondria three, are you talking about complex three of the electron yes. transport chain? Whoa. Yes. Oh, really? So that's, yes. so when so, you're getting vitamin D in and everything that's activating complex three? Act, yes. Wow, Absolutely. that's crazy. I know, isn't it great? I, so I, you crazy. know, I learned that from Dr. Judy Mikovits, so just oh, thought I would share that. Well, then you know it is fact. Let me tell you that. Right <laughs> now. Like what? Let me write that down. So, so yes. So healers listening in, it uh, in the mitochondria. Mitochondria are going to be organelles within your cells that produce energy. All right, in the form of what's called ATP, but the Chinese call it chi. It's all the same stuff, right? So when you are, when mitochondria, if you blink your eye right now, my, it'll, your, your body will go through 24 biochemical steps um, to produce energy. Now, what's so crazy about that is that energy that gets produced in the mitochondria and some of it outside of the cell, but most of it within the mitochondria, um, it actually requires B-complex vitamins and, and, various, and various minerals and of course, oxygen and things to really for that organelle, the mitochondria to make that energy. But what Dr. J is saying is when you look at this, getting a little bit even deeper into the mitochondria, you can see something called the electron transport chain. And these are basically where the, the mitochondria are converting the final conversion of what you've eaten into a, into a substance, a, a proton, so that it can be ultimately pumped and energy can be made. And what's so crazy, if you blink your eye again, that process actually happens a thousand times faster than you can blink your eye. You actually make basically very close to your body weight in energy every day when you're really, really healthy. So it's this phenomenal, magical thing that's happening in your body at all times. And when it's thrown off, as when you're not getting enough sunlight, when it gets thrown off, you don't have enough nutrition in you. When it gets thrown off, it shows up as a change in your frequency, which we call emotion. 
So now you start getting more angry, more moody and things like that. And the, what's the, one of the basic root of all roots? How much energy are you producing? Because people who are producing energy have a tendency to be pretty chill. All right. There's just nothing to be upset about most of the time, especially if you're like me and you have some cannabis in you from time to time. All right. But that's another story. <laughs> so uh, Dr. J, can I take it over to Nicola and then come back Please. to you on this? Yes, okay. yes. Nicola, go for it. What are, what are you thinking about in this case? Well, um, so so Casey, uh, you you put a lot of detail in here. I still have a lot more questions to ask, but since we don't have access to you, I'm going to go um, so every time when somebody gives these types of, of I'm going to call them kind of stories, right, of your health history, uh, there's there's always a story underneath that. It's like peeling away a layer of the onion. So first off, my just about the um, hormones alone, with the hormones being off, we always have to trace that back to the endocrine system. And when we trace things back to the endocrine system, if the endocrine system doesn't have the raw material it needs to manufacture the hormones, then it's like the hormones are the second in line to kind of tank, if you will. Mm -hmm. So this really is just that alone is screaming a lot to me about nutrition, lack of nutrition. Um, and so welcome to planet earth, right? So, um, one of the first things, simplest things we can do, and it's not that much money, uh, would be to pick up a couple supplements. I would definitely pick up a B complex. I would definitely pick up a kind of a, a all in one mineral complex, maybe like a liquid mineral complex. I would do some trace minerals and I would do, um, some salt actually as well in your water. I think that right there would be great. And the other thing you could do is um, start juicing. I got, a, I got a question, Nicola. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the role of some because I I don't like and this is a legit question for me as well. So what are you thinking with adding in the salt with something like this? Yeah, that's that was just saying to add in salt. Um, yeah, I was just saying that in, in but, addition. But, but no, no, no. I'm saying I, yeah, I know you were saying. I'm I'm saying. Why, 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 what, oh, what's your thought oh, process with okay, salt? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're good. Salt actually helps add in a bunch of minerals. Um, mm. That, that was my thinking. Mm, um, okay. And also get, you know, get a really good salt, like a Celtic salt. Uh, mm. Definitely don't buy, you know, Morton's iodine <laughs> garbage, because that'll actually make everything worse. We're, we're snobs here, folks. So if you hear me laughing in the background when like Nicola says something like that, it's because we're we're basically we're we love high quality things, especially things that go into our body. So you might hear me go. That's because yeah. we know Morton's is not going to get it done. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind being called a, sn a salt it's, snob. <laughs> it's sodium and it's chloride, and they're harsh minerals, and they will create havoc in the body and all minerals work in uh, community. They don't work separate. So, and minerals and vitamins work, you know, in community as well. So for every mineral to be active, it needs an additional two to four of its, you know, homey minerals, if you will, to be able to connect and transport and pump into the cell and travel into the body where it needs to go. So um, so that's really important. So with the salt, you get that combination, especially Celtic. Celtic has a higher mineral content. So you get that combination. Um, the other thing that's interesting here, she said her throat hurts. And I'm, my question is, 
Is it like a sore throat, which that's what I think she might be saying. I know she's got the goiter, so that might be just the inflammation. Uh, the distension is causing some pain, but you know, I would want to know what her antibodies are for the thyroid, because I've seen so many cases where they've got normal thyroid numbers, but the antibodies are either very, very low or very, very high, which indicates nice. infection in that area. Um, and so that's, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, and that could be part of the inflammation and the enlargement. That's another thing. And then can, the I, other- can I jump in there real quick, Nicola? Cause I think yeah. that's such a key point to make to people. One of the things that drives me crazy when I'm, when I'm working with folks is they come in and say, my, my thyroid's fine. And I go, okay, well, let me see your labs. And what they've only thing they've tested is TSH, which is like, well, that doesn't even, that's not even from the thyroid. You know, it's like, it's like when you're getting, when you're checking out thyroid folks, it's TSH is thyroid stimulating hormone that comes from your pituitary gland, number one. So you need that. But you also need to test things like, oh, I don't know, like actual hormones from the thyroid, you know, like, I don't know, T3, T4, you know, and then one of the things that I think it should be automatic is check for thyroid antibodies, you know, check and make sure, especially if you're a woman, check and make sure that there isn't an autoimmune attack going on. And, you know, our stance on autoimmune is very different. We actually think it's the immune system working correctly, which means that that's likely due to infection in that gland or in, in that infection can include not just a microorganism can also include heavy metals. We've seen plenty of cases where it's been nickel toxicity or where it's been some kind of heavy metal toxicity that's getting lodged in the tissue and that the immune system is correctly attacking that tissue. And it just looks like it's autoantibody. It's not autoantibody. It's the immune system trying to get the, the heavy metal toxicity out of the gland. I mean, it's just kind of ridiculous when you stop for a second, but, um, that was such a key point, Nicola. I wanted to make sure we really got that into people. TSH is not enough in a situation like this. You definitely need antibodies. Nicola, we got 30 seconds. What's the last thought on this? And then maybe we'll pick this one up or, or, or another one very similar to it in the third segment. Okay. Yeah. Last thoughts are, you know, the other thing I would test is calcitonin because if calcitonin is really high, that is really confirming the mineral deficiency that it, that, you know, I suspect. And the other thing is exactly what you said, Henry, when antibodies go either high or low, when they're high, it means there's very stressed and there's a lot of infection going on. If they're low, a lot of times that indicates the immune system is weak and that goes right back again to lack of nutrition. So I'll, I'll just end on that. Look, look, folks, you are, you are listening to the best of the best here that can go from energetics to lab analysis and then to clinical application. This is how it's supposed to be done. All right. This is how the thought it's supposed to be a thought process to it. We're solving a puzzle, right? That's what's going on. And we're, then we're bringing the medicine that God intended to you to help that puzzle getting solved. But remember, it's your body that does the healing. Okay. It's always going to be your body that does the healing. Well, folks, uh, make sure you tune in every Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific to, uh, you know, get really the best, I think, radio show on the air. I'm biased, of course, but the best radio show on the air. We're going to stand by that one. Um, And you can check out my healing homies. You can check out uh, Dr. Brian Artis on Mondays. Uh, Nicola, you're on Tuesdays, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. And then we got myself on Wednesdays and then you got Dr. J up there on Thursdays and then we bring it all together at the end. Right. So go to, and make sure you also go to looking for healing, uh, our show page, 
put your questions in there. We love these questions. These, oh, this is, this makes a great show. I think we're going to probably have to do a week of questions when we can just have a real blast with it, but we'll be right back folks with uh, Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. J. Uh, Nicola's going to take a little break and then we're going to come back with her on the third one uh, for more looking for healing radio right after these messages. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code out loud at cofixrx.com. All right, healers, welcome back. Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy. Learn how at energetichealthinstitute.org. We're talking holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. Join the EHI family and let's make tomorrow amazing. Energetic Health Institute. Dot org. All right. Well, our brother has returned, everybody. Uh, Dr. Brian Artis has returned from a nice little, uh, hopefully restful vacation, everything. How was it, dude? It was phenomenal. Out of five full days of being in Montana, I spent four of them hiking on an average five to seven miles up and down mountains to lakes, waterfalls. It was phenomenal. But uh, so not a lot of rest, but it was just a beautiful setting. Sitting fireside by the river and on the cabins with my family and wife was incredible. So thank you very much for that. Much oh, needed. That, that is now inspirational. That's what I got in store for me next week. You know, just let's get out in some nature and let yes. that let Mother Nature wash that spirit clean, right? Oh, yep. I cannot wait. Well, it's great to have you back. We're also on with Dr. J, Dr. Janice Schmidt. How you doing, sis? Doing great. Sounds like I need a vacation. Yeah, I know, right? I'm, I'm inspired. I'm inspired now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nicola is going to be joining us at the next segment. So should be pretty cool with her as well. And she's just getting off of work, helping a whole bunch of people and folks. So if you ever hear, her, hear us and, you know, somebody's not on at a certain segment, it's just because we're working with folks and that's just how it is. All right. So, um, you know, Doc, you were telling us about uh, what you got already pre-recorded for next week. Can you give us a little teaser on that before we get into a question? Yes, yeah, it's just this is great, actually. So a few things that we're very excited to share and continue to expose. This is Looking for Healing Radio. We're trying to give you hope, guidance of what's on the horizon and what you should know right now to protect you and your families, obviously. This week, it was published in medical journals called Medscape.com. They published an article that between now and 2050, so 27 years from now, they expect the population of the Earth's diabetes to double plus to 1.3 billion diabetics on the planet confirmed by the year 2050. That is, uh, I have to tell you, I recorded a show 
that'll be showing up on Monday, July 3rd, the day before 4th of July, please tune in and watch that. I actually go through what it is that pre-diabetics need to know, what type 1 diabetics need to know, type 2 diabetics need to know. In this article, they publish 94% worldwide of all diabetics currently are type 2 diabetics, mm -hmm. which 99%, they say, we know from publishing and from uh, incredible healers around the world, 99% of all type 2 diabetics can easily be healed. That's so right. we take you through how you can reverse that. Now, just think of that as a group here, you three, the three of us, how incredible of an opportunity is to get ahead of this. And I, I think it's very important during the three and a half years so far of the COVID-19 pandemic, it was disclosed by data everywhere around the world that diabetics were having the worst outcomes, hospitalizations, and deaths from the pandemic. Uh, and I have done multiple shows on the Dr. Artist Show. Here we've talked about it, too, of the importance of managing blood sugar in that pandemic during that period and now beyond. Uh, this is going to be a very big topic. So I want, I just want the world to understand when they so say there's going to be 1.31 billion diabetics by the year 2050, you have to understand, take that number, multiply it times 0.94. That number, which is somewhere in the 1 billion range can be reversed yeah. in a six month to one year period. So looking for healing radio was the perfect place to do this. And I look forward to that being released on Monday. And I think here for this topic on Friday, as a group, we can discuss and share what's the importance behind understanding how to manage blood sugar and its implications for health longstanding, whether it be pathogens we're exposed to, keeping our immune system strong, or avoiding chronic diseases or autoimmune diseases like diabetes. Amen. And you know what's you know what, what's really cool about so again, everybody, that's going to be Dr. Artis's show on Monday, July 3rd. That's going to be 8 a.m. Um, Eastern. Or eight, nope, no, no, 8 a.m. Pacific. See, I'm getting, I'm ready for a break. <laughs> You're ready for uh, 11 a vacation. <laughs> 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific. So check that out. He's going to lead it off. We're going to actually do some shows next week to back him up on that in a big way. So you get to learn a lot about uh, blood sugar management next week. And we'll, it's a good topic we'll keep coming back to. But one of the things, you know, when I, I was doing Doc a, a, a talk um, at a naturopathic college years ago, and I asked the crowd, I said, um, if we had to measure it in like teaspoons, tablespoons, whatever, you know, how much um, sugar is in uh, the bloodstream at any given time? And nobody can answer it. And it's like, okay, great. You know, this is, this is cool. Well, you know, we have basically, you know, two, three liters of blood plasma floating around in us, you know, so, you know, it's basically water. But what's really cool is the body stays pretty tightly regulated at about when, when we're in good blood sugar management at about one teaspoon of sugar in that entire two to three liters of, of plasma. We don't need very much sugar at all, you know, awesome. and I, we, we actually underperform the more sugar you put in because what is sugar going to do? It's going to feed those microorganisms. And what we're seeing in our research with plasmids is going to feed those plasmids and, and support their or their ability to self-replicate once they've gotten into um, these microorganisms. So folks, you do yourself well by listening to Dr. Artis and get it set off on Monday. Uh, check out that one. You're going to love that one. And it's a big, it's a big issue that shouldn't be a big issue. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, it yeah. just shouldn't be, but this is, this is what it comes down to. Dr. J, what are you thinking about uh, diabetics? What's what, give us a little, I saw that, well, that light. Go I, on. I, I know I'm thinking, tidbit? thank you. Um, well, I, I had a different thought for the show this week, but now I'm like, I'm shifted. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, there are so many things that people can do ahead of time. And, um, you know, pre-diabetics. I mean, I don't even like to say the word right, because right. it's a label that people are wearing and I don't, mm, I don't even want to, I don't even want to go there. We don't so, like labels. No, we don't because then people own it and it's theirs and it's hard to get rid of once they've done that. So um, people that are working on controlling their blood sugar, there are a lot of really simple, easy things to do. And I, I, I think that's where I'm going to go on my show on Thursday. I'm going to go herbal and um, foods and just natural supplements that come alongside the daily life um, in order to um, keep your blood sugar balanced. Yeah. Hey, Jana, can I ask you a question? Do you think people in America and around the world are consuming more than a teaspoon of glucose every day or sugar? <laughs> I think they're consuming more than that every five minutes. <laughs> can, I give yes. you can, I, can I share an interesting stat? I did yeah, not go, talk yeah, about yeah. this on the show for Monday. I, did I love not do stats. That. But this statistic was incredible to me learning. I learned this uh, about 20 years ago. Do you know that in 1905, the average American consumed a total of five grams of sugar in a given year? And do you know five pounds? The average American is consuming in the year 2000. What was the average annual consumption of sugar a hundred years later? Go for it. 250 grams or sorry 250 pounds, pounds. of yes, sugar pounds. that's what right. i was gonna say yeah pounds. five pounds and it was to five 250. pounds in 1905 to 250 pounds, pounds in the year 2000 right i've seen stuff like we've seen i think it was nancy appleton with lick the sugar habit She's or something incredible. like that you know and i there's a bunch of authors that are that number is is definitely debated like how much is being consumed today but the thing that's crazy what's not debated is that it's 5 pounds or less annually in the early 1900s and no one i've never seen anybody come in under 185 pounds now what i've seen is as high as 450 pounds of sugar Jeez. that's more than a pound of sugar a day if that's accurate i mean that's that's like a cnh baby bag you know and you're shoving yes. that into your bloodstream every day how amazing is it y'all that a person could treat their body that horrifically and introduce that much acid and that much sugar and that much disease feeders into their body and the body still work. It's phenomenal. It'll do it for a while. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Ripley's believe it or not. And please go and try this experiment at home. I'm just saying it blows me away. Like people eating McDonald's and, and Twinkies and everything, and they don't die immediately. I'm like, wow. That's a pretty, pretty awesome thing. The body is constantly trying to find that balance again, <laughs> constantly trying to get rid of the waste product and get them back on track. So like, yeah. Could, could you just give me a second to catch up, please? please. <laughs> so yeah, I wow. used to educate, I used to educate all my patients in practice that just understand the number five pounds of sugar or less annually, a hundred years later, it's almost 200 pounds or over 200 pounds. <laughs> and I would say this. They're since they're stating that's an average. That means for those people, not eating that right. much sugar, there's people 300 pounds a year, 400 pounds a year. You know, this is what they're doing. So right. it's just a, and I would say to my patients, you have to understand an audience members listening, just recognize this. This is a lot of fun having us interact this way. I love it. Just understand this. 
the human body, even if you believe in evolution, does not evolve in a hundred years to manage digesting a hundred to two hundred plus pounds of sugar every day. And I want to share. I want to share this with the audiences. If you don't get why this is important and why it's such a big deal, there are studies from the 1970s that I have in my possession where they actually determined that sugar and prednisone have the exact same effect on your bone marrow to reduce how many white blood cells you can make to fight infections. Identical. Prednisone in the 70s was confirmed that when you take the oral steroid, it drops your white blood cell production by over 70% in less than two hours. And sugar does the exact same thing as prednisone. So as you're seeing how much illness, infections, chronic illnesses and diseases are being diagnosed in this country, it's not too far-fetched to just point a finger at how much sugar people are consuming as a major direct cause for immune deficiency and continuous reoccurring infections. I'm talking reoccurring pneumonia, asthma, reoccurring ear infections, colds, flus, you name it. The list goes on and on. And I think I'm going to talk in my show also on Thursday about um, the control, mind control that sugar has over the body. Crazy, right? You know, it takes me back when you say that, Dr. J, to Omni Magazine in 1999, where I was reading a thing about how microorganisms like systemic infections can release the endotoxins and mycotoxins to control neurofunction, you know, and and change people's decision-making, you know, which is kind of like wild. But I don't know about y'all. Do you ever like watch some of the old school movies like pre-80s? you know, and you see the extras in the back and everybody is super duper thin, like just fit and everything looks really good. And then you, and then today it's like, you go out and you start looking around it's like, I, and I don't mean this derogatorily to anybody because I want everybody to know I used to be fat. I used to be like folks, I was about 60, 70 pounds overweight. So I know what it feels like. So don't, don't take it the wrong way. But every time where I go, people are fat. You know, and I'm just like, I, I wonder how much that would just immediately change if we made our primary beverage clean water. Absolutely. You know, it would just like fall away. But anyway, do you want to I keep do. going on this or do you want me to to, feed, to throw you a question? Because we can keep talking about this. This yeah. is a great segment. Yeah, but I do want to say this I, and I do bring it up in the actual show on Monday. So watch it but uh, or listen to it. But they do state that this 94% of all diabetes, the diabetic patients, type 2, or 94% of them worldwide, the number one overall highest risk factor for developing type 2 diabetes, that's 94% of all the 1.3 billion expected people on the planet, the number one thing is obesity, Mm -hmm. period, Mm -hmm. 100% of the time. And uh, so anyway, pay attention to your health and focus on your health if you want to improve it, and you can do it. Uh, there was a uh, there's a book I reference on there called Newcastle by a professor out of England mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who actually has been able to reverse tens of thousands of type two diabetics with a quick weight loss program mm-hmm. and reversing the entire thing permanently. So you can do it too. Amen. And that I think that was something that uh, Paul Merrick had alluded to for himself, right? That he was able through intermittent fasting to simply yep. reverse type two diabetes in himself, right? It was like absolutely. Yeah. Folks, it's 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 probably the easiest thing, type two diabetes in our to work with. It's like up there with blood pressure, 
elevated blood pressure and, and stuff like that. It's yeah. like somebody got high. My cholesterol is high. Well, first of all, it's supposed to be a little bit higher than they say. So let's start there. Um, but yeah, this is, this is some crazy stuff. Do you want to, so, Hey doc, do you want to take a, um, a question real quick? I would love to take a question. Okay, this one's going to come. It might from... stress out Jana though if we take a question live, but <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. I'm not stressed. I'm just kidding. We're just t- 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 teasing you. Okay. She doesn't get stressed when you ask me the question. Okay, go ask me. <laughs> Unless this I one... go like this, I don't know the answer. What is it, Jana? I got <laughs> right. you. I know, right? Jana's got me. I trust her. Right. Got you. <laughs> I'm cheating off of her paper in the when we're in school, right? <laughs> <laughs> So this one's going to come from Lindy, uh, and this was specifically for you, Doc. So let's let's throw it out here. Hello. Hey, Lindy. Uh, I was wondering if there's a vitamin or mineral that I can take for papura or pachechiae. It seems whenever I bump or scrape my arm against anything, they pop up uh, about one or two hours later. My mom and dad also had them. Any information would be greatly appreciated. So first of all, Doc, can you explain to the audience what, what she's talking about and then what would you do about it? Yeah, you'll, you'll see this on people commonly uh, around the United States, at least, at least I do. But to even I have a few teenagers who started developing this a few times after injuries or whatever, but you'll actually see on your skin, these little like purple dots, red dots on your skin. And that's what they're calling papura and or petechiae. But those conditions are typically two things can solve them. Uh, it was mentioned before we even started recording this when we saw this question about uh, the the lack of vitamin C and vitamin C deficiency leading to this condition. That is very true. But there are bioflavonoids, which are found in the rinds and colors, r- colors of the skins of fruits, vegetables, that also are implicated to reverse this. And that's what I've used in the past, such as bilberry extract Mm -hmm. is a phenomenal bioflavonoid to reverse this scenario and just follow the recommendations on the the products there. Those are my two favorites, vitamin C. I would always, I personally always recommended 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C split out, split up throughout the day, uh, making sure you get that much every day, at least 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams every day or to bowel tolerance. And then bilberry extract will be typically around 300 to 500 milligrams twice a day is what I would recommend. Once you see them recede and disappear, you can go down to a normal 300 milligram to 500 milligram only a day of bilberry extract. But there's other ones like pine bark is a great flavonoid also that can help with this. Uh, And there may be some other recommendations you have, but those would be the ones I would actually stick to. And those are those are tried and true, right? I mean, these are not this isn't just like something we figured out or something. This is gets passed down from doc to doc to doc. Sure. I mean, this is just what it is, folks. It's a super simple thing. Dr. J, we got, we're coming up against it, but we got a few seconds here. What are, what are your thoughts on it as well? I just want to, uh, this is perfect. Exactly what I would, would recommend as well, mm-hmm. but I would like to caution on the type of vitamin C that's chosen. I want to make sure that it's as natural as possible because most ascorbic acid is man-made and can deplete your body of other things. So as natural source vitamin C as possible, like bilberry, like citrus and different berries, that, that would be my, my, um, recommendation. Yeah, one of my favorites, camu, camu. Yes. Camu, <laughs> camu and rose hips and acerola cherries yeah, and Suriname yeah, cherries. Yeah. There's, there's many, there's many really good ones out there. So I'd, uh, I'd avoid just the straight ascorbic acid. Yep. Yeah, go, go for it, doc. 
You had one also, more thing. Also, I was going to say for everybody who's been paying attention during the pandemic to any of us talking, there's been wide discussions about quercetin for the last three and a half years. That is another flavonoid that could be utilized. And if you, who's asking this question, has that at home, uh, 300 to 500 milligrams a day, if you're not already using it mm-hmm. and not already seeing the benefits of that, if you haven't been doing that consistently, that could be something if you already have at home, you could use also. Yeah. And I'll throw one other thing on there that we've seen really nice is uh, making sure the omega-3 fatty acids, you know, are up, you know, you start thinking about blood vessels and their integrity. You have to, it's vitamin C, it's bioflavonoids. um, And then you start thinking about the, the, the fats that help make it very, very um, pliable. One of my teachers described it and it was really cool. He said, listen, if you, if you have a healthy blood vessel, if you tie it off both ends, of it, like you took one out of a cadaver and tied off both ends, you should be able to blow it up like a balloon. It should be that resilient, have that type of elasticity, but it only have that if you have good omega-3 fatty acids embedded within it. So I thought it was pretty cool, but all right, well, folks, uh, we'll be right back with more looking for healing radio right after these messages. America out loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Out loud. All right, healers, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm here with my healing homies, Dr. Janice Schmidt and Nicola Burnett. How you doing, healers? Oh, they aren't answering. They're being quiet for no reason right now. How we doing, healers? <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Great, <laughs> <thanks>. <laughs> All right. So we had a really good question in the first segment. Let's bring back another question in here. Um, this one is going to be from Gina. So Gina uh, says, I have been plant-based my whole life. High five, Gina. Boom, right, right. High five, healers. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. All right, I am 65 years old. I do not use alcohol. I do not smoke, uh, nor use drugs. Okay, so my talking about cannabis is probably not turning you on. Got it. Um, I got one prescription for asthma called Advair. All right. Uh, Cholesterol is about 250. Uh, and so 250 folks, the normal range, so that you know, is they try to have everybody in the normal range under 200. We're going to talk about that, I'm sure, right now. And I'm told it's genetically high, uh, not food related. All the cardiologists, all of the cardiologists say I'll be dead within 10 years if I do not take my statins. All right. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I ever heard any fool say to tell y'all the truth. I just, they say some stupid stuff, don't they? Um, I have anky joints, mucus in my sinus and lungs, and I just feel that my body is inflamed. I take turmeric and other natural supplements for heart and for inflammation. Way to go. Way to go, Gina. 
My question is, what can I do to reduce inflammation, to heal asthma, and to reduce cholesterol? That's a great question. Let's go with uh, Nicola. How about you first? What are you thinking? Okay, let's see. First thought that I have is, we just talked about this with the last case, but when you're looking at cholesterol, just, wow, guys, we got to get rid of the idea that you can pull one lab and make a determination from that. I mean, this is what Western medicine does. It, it's like idiot level 101. You have to look at lipids as a whole. It's a whole, you know, it's a whole um, system. It's, a, it's really a body system and it involves so many things. So you can't just look at one level of, of one of your lipid fractions and then decide that you know, something you need to do this or do that or not do this or not do that. Most of the time, I will say that if somebody has any kind of lipid dyslipidemia, which is you're usually going to see it across the board in all of their lipids. So more needs to be tested to figure this out. But it really typically means that we've got, again, nutritional deficiency. We're not digesting, we're not absorbing, and we're not assimilating. You know, I, I think a lot of us have heard the statement before, just because you chew and swallow does not mean you digest, absorb, and assimilate. And furthermore, and boy, Jana can have a field day with this, I know, uh, cholesterol levels can be as high as 400 and be totally normal. So this whole, you know, get away from this 200, 250, uh, it's just not accurate. And it's not basing this, being concerned about a cholesterol level of 250 means don't be concerned at all at the level because that's totally normal still. So uh, that's one of my thoughts. Um, and boy, I'm really glad that you did not listen. It sounds like you didn't listen to taking right. this. Because statins will just wreck you. I mean, they'll, they'll limit your lifespan uh, dramatically. And one of the ways they do that is they just suck all the CoQ10 out of all the cells. And that is just going to compromise the whole cardiovascular system, actually much more than that. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you're thinking about that um, or thinking about not taking that advice. And the other thing is I'm a big fan of plant-based. Here's what I can tell you uh, around plant-based. So for all the decades that I've been working with clients, and I'll be interested to hear what you guys have to say. I find that after we restore folks' nutrition, clients' nutrition in the center, and we get their toxic load as close to zero as possible, they naturally gravitate towards small amounts of meat, Like meaning without me coaching or recommending or saying anything, the clients, once their bodies are clean and clear and working well, they will tend to gravitate towards, most of them will gravitate towards a little bit of meat. Um, And when I say a little bit, it might be four ounces twice a month. I'm talking a very, very small amount. And so, I don't know. I've worked with a lot of people who, when they've cut meat out for a long period of time, uh, it's not always the best chemistry for them. And sometimes when they add it in, they'll say they feel a little bit better. Now, when I'm talking about meat, there's a lot to talk about there. I'm a little bit more of a, of a fan of, of seafood rather than meat. But if somebody does get meat, chicken, turkey, you know, beef, really sourcing that meat, 
And I don't know if this is your situation. And when you've been plant-based your whole life, this may be ridiculous information to give you. I've just seen a lot of the, from the scanning that we do, I've actually seen the majority of my clients that are plant-based are uh, protein deficient. Mm-hmm. So I'm always recommending being on some kind of a, a protein, you know, like a, like a food, food sourced protein powder, if somebody wants to stay plant-based or if they're open to having a little bit of, of meat, um, you know, to doing that. And again, that's like four ounces twice a month. I mean, it's such a small amount. I've seen that make a really big difference. So those are two of my thoughts. I could go on, but <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hog the whole time here. So I'm curious yeah. What Henry and uh, Jana. What do you think? What do you think, Dr. J? There's so much. This is so exciting. I'm so happy um, to help. Um, So, Gina, good job. I mean, good job on not taking the statins. Number one, good job. So, very quickly, um, my father was a physician, and many years ago, uh, many, many years ago, he came to me and said, Look at what the AMA just put out, American Medical Association. He said, they changed what was healthy for cholesterol numbers. Always have been that way. Suddenly, everyone who was normal is now high. And, and then that week, they came out with the statins and he put it together and he was furious. He said, I'm not putting all of these people that are just doing great that now suddenly have high cholesterol on a statin. And he didn't. And he fought it the whole time. So, and it, it was not an easy fight. So, Good job for not being fooled on that. Um, we need cholesterol in every part, every cell function of our body. It's it's important for um, uh, hormone health. It's important for brain health. It's very, very important to have cholesterol in good numbers. So if your cholesterol is higher than it should be, naturally, whatever number that is, it's it's not hard to balance and find your balance with cholesterol. When you eat good fats, you make sure you can digest them uh, like um, avocados, nuts, seeds, fish, but make sure you can digest them. And if you're having trouble digesting fats, I recommend lipase, which is an, an enzyme that helps digest fats. Also, if your cholesterol is higher than it should be, it could be because your liver is making a little more cholesterol, but there's a reason for that. And the statins stop your liver from making cholesterol. And I'll just give a quick little lesson on, on the artery walls. When your artery walls get torn, it, your body sends a message and says, Hey liver, we need a bandaid for this torn cholesterol, this torn artery and it's cholesterol. So the liver makes the cholesterol, sends the bandaid, it lays on the artery wall until it's healed. And then it goes off and metabolizes into the blood. So we should be healing the heart artery walls instead of stopping the liver from making those band-aids, because then you just leave yourself susceptible, your arteries. So what heals artery walls? Think think dark berries, everything berries and um, black cherry juice is amazing for that as well, but lots and lots of berries. And then where your number falls, then that's you. So it could be perfect as it is, but if you're thinking about it and you want to do the right things, then eat good fats, be able to digest them as well as um, eat lots and lots of berries. And uh, if you're going to juice, add some maybe pomegranate juice to uh, your diet and black cherry juice as well. So that's my thought on cholesterol. Amen. That's so great stuff. Let me, let me jump on a couple things here with everyone. So, so um, both of you had made some comments about what cholesterol does in the body, right? 
And so we know cholesterol is the building block for all of the reproductive hormones. It's the building right. block for cortisol and your founder youth hormone, DHEA, you know, so pretty much adrenal health, you are really talking about cholesterol. Um, cholesterol is also going to be a part of every single cell phospholipid bilayer. It, it's what helps keep things very pliable. I mean, this notion that you don't need cholesterol or that cholesterol is bad is just preposterous. You know, when you understand the the divine design of of this this wonderful creation we've been gifted called a human body. Um, when we look at this, and and what were this what were the numbers for your? I, I had a question for you, Doctor J, for your dad. What were the numbers before they changed them for the statin drugs and to go after profit making? I think it was like thirty five points, okay, thirty five well, to forty points. Them. Right. And said, you know, if you were here, suddenly now 35 or 40 points, I think it was about that. So it must have been like around 250 to 200 was the range of a good normal range. Normal, yeah. And then they dropped it down from uh, one to 150 to 199, right? Right. And it's like, let me tell you something, folks. If you're 150 or lower, you have way too low cholesterol. That's way too low for you. You're going to be fatigued. You're going to be peakage. It's just, you're not going to feel good at it. You know, um, and so there's some things that a lot of vegans, and I'm going to go vegan and not just plant-based here, Nicola, but I think there's some things vegan that we have to be cognizant of. Number one, it's usually a sign of uh, uh, panathetic acid deficiency, vitamin B5, because panathetic acid is what the body uses to make cholesterol. Um, I think when you're talking about um, being vegan and being like strongly, hopefully organic plant-based, what you start having is you're not getting any of the exogenous forms of, uh, of cholesterol. So you're not getting the egg yolks. You're not getting the, the cholesterol that's in the animal tissue, things like that. Right. Um, so what you have to do is you really have to start augmenting your saturated fats because saturated fat consumption will inspire the liver to start producing more cholesterol. So the saturated fats are going to be coconut oils palm fruit oils, not palm kernel, but palm fruit oil. You start looking at things that have high saturated fat content in them. And now it's a perfect oil for a vegan. All right. Perfect oil. Now it's not a great oil, I think for people who are omnivores and and heavy meat driven, but it's a great oil for, for somebody who is, is like, look, I'm trying to get everything I can to try and make this diet work. I will tell you it's an extreme diet. I was vegan for four years and I had some of the worst health complications I've ever had you know, with it. It's like, so you do maybe do need a little bit of meat. Like Nicola was saying, it's not, don't, don't think, don't force an ideology on your body's physiology. All right. It's a very simple idea, right? It's like, yes, you don't, you're not a bad person because you eat meat. That's ridiculous. Okay. Worms are going to eat you. That doesn't make them bad worms one day. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how it all kind of works. Um, so when we were doing, we did a detox, uh, I did a detox full test of me and I did the whole like Morgan Spurlock, uh, super size me thing years ago. Right. And I just trashed my body for like two straight weeks. I was like, I was drinking, I was eating all every fast. I cannot believe you did that. Oh, I had to, I had to. Because and, and you know because I wanted to get blood tests done, so we we went and did blood tests, and then I wanted to show people where we started at, right? And my cholesterol was through the roof. <laughs> I mean, it was like it was beyond the two fifty mark. It was like super super high. But um, what I ultimately did was we did four weeks of cleansing, four weeks, and I showed I took pictures every day, and we showed how the entire body changes and everything, and the eyes, the sclera changes because if you look at the whites of your eyes, if they're red 
or it, or that's a sign of inflammation. If they're yellow, it's a sign of jaundice. So if you're looking at the whites of your eyes, you can start seeing them getting really clear when you're cleansing, when you're getting yourself really, really clean. So I was able to lower uh, cholesterol by 39 points in 28 days because we retested afterwards. And my MD buddy like blew him away. He was like, what? How did you do that? He's like, dude, it's super simple. It's fiber. <laughs> your body is going to get rid of excess cholesterol through the bile ducts. So every time you take something that has fiber in it, it binds the bile and then you poop it out. And how do you know you're pooping out old bile? Very simple, everyone. Your poop floats right? And that's what you want to see. That's how you know you're constantly getting rid of old bile and it makes the liver create new bile, which then helps the liver detoxify on a grand scale. It's such a great thing to be in. So this is in Casey from the first segment, this is for you as well. When you're talking about PMS, right? You're talking about liver. We keep, it keeps coming back to very common themes in terms of systems and organs. It's liver, it's liver, it's liver. And so how do you assist the liver? Well, you give, you assist the liver by giving it a break, right? Clean water and maybe a little fasting and reducing those calories and those wonderful things are, are fantastic. But you also give your liver a great uh, gift by going into the milk thistles and, and having herbal teas and, you know, making sure you are juicing, right? Juicing with some great or carrots. What's, what's more hepatoprotective in the food world than a carrot, right? A good organic carrot. And you start putting these things into your body and you notice what happens is your mood changes with it because your energy production has changed with it as well. So when you're looking at this, when I look at a case like this, the, the 250 cholesterol, not even worried about, I'm like, I'll, I'll yell, I'm like, that ain't nothing. And the yeah, cardiologist, I'm going to be like, yo, right. I'm going to be like, yo, how about you have that cardiologist talk to me for five minutes? All right. We'll see what's going on. <laughs> right. Because these are the same people that will prescribe a statin and not give you a CoQ10 enzyme with it. And here's where the mitochondria come back. If the CoQ10 isn't given with a statin, then CoQ10 deficiency happens at the mitochondria. And now you're inhibiting energy production all over again. That's why people who take statins are always fatigued, right? So it's, it's some simple stuff. And now you're saying, but then you have something else here, achy joints, that's delayed food allergies until proven otherwise. Mucus in your sinuses, another sign of delayed food allergies until proven otherwise, meaning you're eating some foods your immune system doesn't like. You just got to straighten those out. Simple blood tests can do that. We do that all the time at the school, uh, delayed food allergy screenings at uh, Energetic Health Institute. And, um, you know, and that's, there's your inflammation. Now the things you're doing great for yourself, which is the big high five, the turmeric and, and so forth. But, um, you know, Gina, this is a great question. We hope we've given you some stuff, some food for thought. We do have to run, <laughs> we, but we're going to take some more questions next week, folks. Just want to say happy 4th of July to everyone. And thank you for all the love and all the support. We really, really appreciate it. We're going to keep giving you our best. So um, I'd say stay along and hang on for the ride because it's going to be fun with all of us here, me and my healing homies. On behalf of everyone here on the show, I uh, just want to say, may God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. We'll be back uh, with more Looking for Healing Radio next week, and we'll take some more of your questions right there. So make sure you submit them. I'm Dr. H. On behalf of Dr. Janice Schmidt, Dr. Brian Artis, and Nicola Burnett, we say we love you and we can't wait to have you listen in once again. Peace. Peace.